Let's pray in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. This is the first week of Lent, and before we get into the fasting and the temptations, I want to talk a little bit about where we just came from. We just ended the season of Denha, which is the season of Epiphany, and the Gospel started actually with his transition of the baptism of Jesus. Jesus is baptized, the heavens open up, and the Gospel says, a voice came from the heavens saying, and repeat after me, this is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. At Jesus' baptism, he hears his identity. And I have a quick question. Who tells Jesus who he is at the baptism? The Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Which one? The, the Father from heaven communicates to Jesus, you are my Son in whom I love. Fathers, you have a special authority to speak truth and life into your kids' lives. And there's nothing against moms, but we know that when a dad speaks, kids listen. Kids look at dad, they look at their dads for affirmation and for love. And so fathers, you have such an important role in your children's life. Do not fall into the lie that it's, it's the mom's job to raise the kids and the father's job to just make the money and provide and give my kids money. No, dads, you have a responsibility and an actually an authority in your voice to speak identity, to speak truth into your kids' lives. There's a study, a non-religious study, that says that if a father is the teacher and leader of the Catholic faith, 75 to 80% of the kids will be faithful and will follow the, the faith. If the father is not the teacher and it's only the mother, the statistic goes down to 4%. Fathers, you have an authority. That's why we actually at St. George have a special event on March 5th called Faith of Our Fathers an event to highlight the faith of our fathers and an opportunity for dads and, and father-like figures to communicate to their kids, this is who you are. This is how much I love you. Sadly, and I have a question, who's going? Can you raise your hand? Higher? We have a lot more dads here. It's, it's sad because we're actually struggling to get uh, dads to sign up. And it made me think, Imagine if we last week, last Sunday, had a Super Bowl party where the dads took their kids to the Super Bowl party and they took their kids and, and it would be packed. 400, 500, 600 people at a Super Bowl party, dads with their kids. But faith of our fathers, nah, too religious. Nah, it's like, I don't do that. I don't share my faith as a father. Like, that's not my job. That's, that's kind of weird. In today's world, we have an identity crisis because we have a father crisis. You know, kids, kids are raised, they're growing up, and they don't know who they are. They're even questioning their gender, or they're questioning their sexual orientation, or they're questioning whether they're loved. Some kids live their whole lives thinking, does dad love me? Am I loved by him? We have an identity crisis because we have a father crisis. 
So fathers, I'm telling you right now, you have a special authority by your fatherhood to speak truth and life into your children. You know, when Jesus, he gives us talents, and there's a man with ten talents, five talents, and one talent. And we know the story. The man with ten, he makes ten more. The man with five, he makes five more. The man with one, what does he do? He digs it. He hides it. He doesn't use it. And God says, oh, you faithless, faithless person. You should have at least invested it. Fathers, you have a job. Your job is very, very important. And so I'm telling you right now, start leading your family to Jesus. I want to take 20 seconds right now to all the dads to talk to your kids right now and say to them, you are my son, you are my daughter, and I love you. Go. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Okay. All right, maybe you haven't done that in a long time. I want to just, I want to say to those who, maybe your father's passed away, maybe your father's gone to eternal life, that your father can still teach you right now. That you, your father, if he was an amazing father, an awesome, good dad, your father, even though he's passed away, can still teach you. You can ask him anytime, in any situation. Let's say you're going through something. You can say, what would my dad tell me right now? How would my dad encourage me and build me up? If your father's in heaven, and we pray all our fathers are in heaven, your father would say to you, follow Jesus. I'm seeing the glory of God right now, and all I want is for you to be with me right now. Follow Jesus. He's the only way. Fathers, you have time on earth. You have to tell your kids this. And you cannot settle. And if you see your kids going in the wrong direction, you have to stop them. You have the authority. Maybe your father is alive, but he's not here because he's absent in your life. Maybe he's not a good dad. Maybe he doesn't do his job. I want to tell you right now, God is your father. And you were baptized, and God the Father said, you are mine. I love you. You're mine. God the Father says, you're mine. I love you. And I do want to say, I'm your father. I'm your spiritual father. Father Fawaz, Father Kevin, your priests are your spiritual fathers. I'm your brother in Christ as well, but I, I take my authority as a spiritual father very seriously. And I want to say to you, I love you. You're mine. And if I see you going in the wrong direction, I'm going to tell you, but I pray that I tell you with love and with compassion and with mercy. I love you so much. Can we go back to the gospel? Because this is about the gospel, right? Jesus goes in, he comes out of the water, the Father says, you are my son, and then Jesus is led by the Holy Spirit into the desert. He fasts for 40 days and 40 nights, and then the devil tempts him. What was the first word the devil says? If. 
I'm going to say that again. The first word of the devil is, if you are the Son of God. The devil's first temptation is for you to doubt your identity in Jesus, for you to doubt that God the Father loves you. So the devil tempts Jesus and says, are you really the Son of God? It's like Adam and Eve. Did God really tell you not to do that? The devil seeds doubt into you. And so if there's any doubt that you are God's son or God's daughter, right now that doubt has to go away. Jesus fights temptation in the desert by knowing who he is and by knowing who his father is. Our Lent, by the way, our Lent is pointless if it's not guiding us to Jesus. And we're going to get into that in a quick second. But our Lent is meant to be grounded in who we are and who my Father is. My Father is going to take care of me. I have nothing to fear. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Psalm 23. Let's just say that. Even though I walk through the valley of... Okay, let's break it up. Can you repeat after me? Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The devil speaks with if. God speaks with I am. Jesus is ready for battle in the desert because he's secure in who he is. He was just baptized and he heard the voice of his father say, you are mine, I love you. The best way to get ready for Lent and the struggle of fasting, because Lent can be hard. A lot of people don't like it. The best way to get ready, though, is to be secure in the Father's love for you. And so in this Lent, I want you to really check yourself and say, how secure am I in God's love for me? How secure am I in my identity as a beloved son? And how secure am I that Father God loves me? Some considerations for Lent, and then I'm just going to end, okay? So treat Lent as a battle. Fight in this battle. It's okay for Lent to be hard. It's actually a good thing. We fight with Jesus, and we know that we're already victorious. Also, don't treat Lent as something Catholics just do, you know? Don't just go through the motions. Like, oh, we just do this. Repeat after me. What we do externally should be a reflection of who we are internally. So when we fast, we give alms, we pray, what we do from the external standpoint, it has to reflect what we, who we are inside. And so when I ask, why are you fasting? Is it because you love Jesus and you know you're loved? Or is it because eh, it's something we do? When I give up meat on Friday, is it because I'm doing it as an offering for the Lord? Or is it because, eh, we, we're Catholics, you know, we just do it, you know? Why am I praying? Is it because I love Jesus and I know who I am? Or is it because, eh, we do it. We just add prayer in Lent. 
Why am I offering more money? Because almsgiving is very important during Lent. Sometimes when you give alms, when you give money, it should actually hurt you. It, should be, it, it shouldn't come from your excess. It should actually come from your poverty. And so when you give alms, is it because it's something we do or is it because I love Jesus? Also, real big consideration. Fast from things that cause you to sin. Fast from things that cause sin. So I want to highly encourage a lot of us or all of us to fast from social media. Just give it up. You'll be so free. You will be so free if you fast from social media. Fast from, maybe it's from the internet. Fast from, and that might be like unrealistic. But you know, there is a pornography pandemic in our culture. And the internet is, it's open it's free season. So fast from things that cause sin. Or stop watching shows on Netflix or Amazon Prime or Disney Plus. Stop watching shows especially that, oh, it's rated R. It has a couple sex scenes. But I fast forward it anyways. No big deal. No. No. Fast from that. Especially during Lent. And hopefully after Lent, you'll say, you know what? I'm happier. I don't need this. And then give up listening to secular music that has really bad messages or any profanity. Any secular music, give it up. Maybe you start listening to uh, some good Christian music. Or maybe while driving in the car, it's either the rosary, divine mercy, or it's completely silent. And in that silent time, I'm like, I'm just going to know who I am, beloved son of God, and know who my father is, and I'm just going to talk to God. Let this Lent be an amazing Lent, but be secure in who you are as the Father's daughter, the Father's son. I want to also encourage us, do the Lenten challenge on Friday morning, 6.30 a.m., every Friday of Lent. Go to Stations of the Cross, and for the fathers, go to Faith of Our Fathers. I want to encourage you. It's an opportunity to speak life and truth into your kids because we receive our identity from our fathers, from all of our parents, but it's an opportunity to secure your kids in the reality that they are loved. Amen? Amen. Bless you.